this next part of our uh, cemetery commentary uh, and here uh, we did a live recording at Spring Hill Cemetery uh, up in um, near Madison in Madison near Madison uh, in Nashville and we talked to our friend Sarah who uh, was regaling us with some stories about, um, France, when she was in France, uh, for a summer studying abroad, in, but obviously about, uh, <laughs> cemeteries and a little bit about the catacombs. And, uh, in, in this segment, um, we were walking around, so there's a decent amount of what we decided was goth ASMR with the crunching of leaves. I was wearing a belt with like, you know, buckles and stuff all over it, so you can hear that clanging around a little bit. Um, hopefully, the audio isn't too, too bad. Uh, and I think it starts out a little rough and it gets better. But also, as we were walking around, we were perusing some headstones, and you get to hear uh, in sequence us uh, discover the <laughs> Order of the Eastern Star, which none of us knew about, um, and which is a kind of a Masonic adjacent uh, society, and that uses a, a I mean, it's for them, it's a star, but it's to us a pen, just a couple of graves with just straight up pentagrams on them. Um, and yeah, so anyway, uh, get, get to hear us <laughs> sleuth that out in real time. Of course, later I mentioned this to my mom, and before I could get too far in the story, she was like, Oh, yeah, the Order of the Eastern Star. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, your grandmother had a bunch of pins. She's like, I'm not sure who, who got those uh, when they were uh, parceling out her her possessions after she died. Um, anyway, so that's, uh, it's not, it's not a long, not a long segment. It's about 20 minutes. So hope you enjoy it. Taking, taking a nice stroll around a Spring Hill, and uh, so far we've seen some kind of cool stuff. Um, what what we've had our what's first your... uh, had our first occult occult sighting. A like lady who seems very much like she might have been a witch or a spiritualist um, had like nice little. Upside down pinnacle, aka pentagram, um, and next to her husband, who was a mason. So that family must have been really awesome at parties. Yeah, because her de her death date was in 1945. 1940, 1945. So yeah. that just sounds yeah. just amazing at dinner parties. Um, yeah. Uh, what other highlights do we have? The trees are like in peak 
trees are in peak bloom. Really nice. Yeah, we can do some we can do some fall ASMR. Guys, just clearly us kicking leaves. Yeah, <laughs> we're just kicking leaves. Perfect. <laughs> well, if, if this doesn't work out, we can just do yeah, dog so ASMR. We can, we can, yeah. Some of the stuff that we were going to talk to Sarah about is she has actually been to some dope-ass places <laughs> in France, mm -hmm. in Paris. Oh, um, and so we're going to talk to her about, uh, yeah, just about about the, the dope places. About the dope down because the ASMR might fuck with the audio. Good call, <laughs> good call. Yeah, so when we went to Paris, yeah, like I was saying, I was like, I was like I'm gonna be that, I'm gonna be that person, I'm gonna be the princess for a minute. Yes, when I studied abroad in strong. <laughs> um, so at the end of, I did go to the um, American cemetery at Omaha Beach, which is pretty tight. I went there on my birthday because my birthday is the 6th of June, and so it was the 70th anniversary of D Day. I got to see Barack Obama speak, which was tight. The only time that I've ever seen an American president in the flesh, and it was on the other side of the ocean. Um, nice. But I think the nicest thing about that cemetery, because it's just like almost any American military cemetery, is that it, France gave us the land that it's on, so that um, everyone buried there is technically buried in American soil. Aww. And they did the same for the That's so nice. Kind of like, That's yeah. so thoughtful. So that's pretty cool. Like you're technically in America there. Then um, at the end of our uh, mini semester, we went to Paris and we've um, had to go to museums every day, but we were allowed to pick which ones we wanted to go to. And I found that there was a, uh, what? Oh, sorry, I just saw Gomez. <laughs> um, we found that there was a vampire museum in Paris. I can't even remember how we came across this information. Um, maybe it was when we went to the catacombs. We were like, what other spooky shit can we do in Paris? So, you have to email this guy and make an appointment to go see his museum. Ooh, it's exclusive. <laughs> As it turns out, it is in his home. Um, but it was... Exclusive or the beginning of a horror movie. But yeah. it actually turned out to be cool. It turned out to be really cool. And it's just another um, another good lesson in not letting too, an excess of caution keep you from um, amazing adventures. I mean, you know heard it here, kids. Yeah, right. Uh, when abroad, take as many risks as possible, especially if you're a stupid, defenseless American woman, <laughs> whom anyone can tell the second that you open your mouth. Even though you've now gained a pretty fair command of French, you are clearly still a stupid American. <laughs> Um, so we go, we we're pretty far out, like right outside of the edges of Paris itself, and we go get to this guy's home. We have to go like down a back alley to go in. The entrance is like through the back. This is very spooky. <laughs> um, and he had the most extensive collection of vampire lore, memorabilia, just, uh, I, I'm trying to remember all the shit that he had in this house. It was so packed full that it was very much a sensory overload of like two or three rooms. And he was telling us about it and he was just very informative. And he told us that his main game was actually giving guided walking tours of Père Lachaise. 
And so we signed up to do that the next day. Um, <laughs> at this point, it was just me and my friend Rebecca, who was um, a lovely girl, but if possible, an even more naive, uh, bumbling American woman. Um, so it was just me and her that decided to go on the actual tour. But I was like, don't worry, I'll protect you. If I should believe that name. Um, and so he took us to Palaches and it was the coolest thing that I did the whole time that I was in France. It, the highlights of the lore, we, he said that any grave that has a tree growing out of it, and those were everywhere, because if the trees, you know, it's, it's old. Um, although not crazy old, I feel like Napoleon maybe. Well, it was founded in what, 1806? 1806, I think. That sounds about right. Very um, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. yeah, I And it was because that's... of like, I know the catacombs got put there because of they had, <laughs> their cemetery just fell in. Like mm -hmm. some avenue collapsed and like thousands of people died yeah. in this collapse. Yeah. Um, and they and also, that also happened of, again with the catacombs in the 1970s in Paris. Because they had already moved them all, all these bones. Why? Like, you know, when you have a cemetery just fall in on itself in a sinkhole, it's going to be hard to sort those bodies out. So, um, should we go not towards the street? Yeah. Yes. Not that street. Um, good, good, good catch. Good wrangle. <laughs> So, but the, everything's packed very closely together, which is amazing. Like, it's like a little city. And so this place is where you, I was kind of like shopping the whole time. I, anyway, I'd love to live in that one. Um, or like, you know, be dead in that one. <laughs> shopping for graves. Shopping for graves. Uh, yeah, so they allow things to just grow there, proliferate, for the most part, if it's not, you know. But if, if it, as long as it's not exposing bodies, I think, they, as long as the remains are not actually alone. being disinterred, they kind of leave it alone. Nice. So they'll let trees just grow out of graves, and they say that if that happens, that the person buried there is a witch. Mm. So eventually tight. everyone will be a witch. Right. <laughs> um, another pentagram. Oh! And another mace. Okay, this has to, be, has to be a Masonic This thing. has to be a so thing. Sorry for the, the interlude. Oh, we yeah, just, no, I just spotted another pentagram on a... It's right for it's right for the whole spiritualism thing. The yeah. 1870s, 1929. Other date is 1877 to 1962. Interesting. Anyway, so um, yeah, we visited Chopin's grave, which was tight. We gave Jim Morrison's grave a big old miss because I told the dude, um, well, because Rebecca said, "Who's Jim Morrison?" <laughs> and I told him that I think the doors are kind of boring, and if you really think about it in your heart, you'll know I'm right. Um, and he said, oh, this is Watch fine, this, ground. this is fine, uh, everyone always wants to go see the lizard god or whatever, I'm not into him either, <laughs> I don't get it, why would you come all the way to France to see where an American is buried? <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's fair, that is a fair point, <laughs> you know, uh, but I did get to fulfill a dream of mine, which was to kiss the grave of Oscar Wilde, um, which apparently there's been a battle back and forth. I can't remember if it was like his family doesn't care, I don't think, but Père Lachaise itself, like the groundskeepers, were tasked with cleaning it. And they got tired of cleaning it all the time. 
so they decided to erect a nine foot high glass barrier around it. Um, that just seems like more to clean. But I guess it's easier to do than the stone, which lipstick will seep into the porous nature of the rock. That's I mean, fair. you're defiling, art, you know, an art deco um, artwork, I guess. But it's also a collaborative effort at this point. <laughs> um, so it's I, a, it's a, it's a, it's a work of art in progress. Yes, that everyone is contributing to. Gotcha. Um, very Parisian that. Uh, Although also pretty annoying because that's what had their bridges almost falling into the damn river because people were putting the locks on them. The oh, heart locks. They were so heavy that they were. They had to cut them all off because they mm -hmm. were so heavy that they were threatening to 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 like sink the bridge. <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. Um, so so yeah, I, I asked the occupant of the grave next door to Mr. Wilds if he would. Um, be so kind and he was very obliging and I got I just uh, crawled up on top of it and had to like vault up onto the glass in order to <laughs> and I kissed the sphinx on the lips where there was a lot of lipstick already mm. so and we visited I, I forget who he was um, I forgot like almost everything in this incredibly fascinating tour that I wish I had recorded for posterity if he would have let me seems like it would have been a bad move um we went to the grave of that guy where everybody has rubbed his dick shiny like he just had he was just packing a big old heart on even in the afterlife and and why like why did they think that that was the thing to do what was what was it about him I, I, because he had a big old heart on him in his grave people were like hell yeah i can't remember the story he wasn't now. like a big lover in life i should have um i should have done my done my research before doing all this uh We'll just assume that he was a Lothario. Yeah, I mean, clearly whoever sculpted his image had um, a pretty high opinion of him. They uh, assumed he was a Lothario. Or they were commissioned to do it that way. So. Fair. Um, but yes, it has been a, uh, a fertility mecca for a long time. Women who wanted to get pregnant um, would climb astride him and... Uh, perform a little frottage until completion. That was supposed to be the, the magic ceremony. Wow. To ensure that you could get with child. That's some interesting modern, like, lore <laughs> slash magic. Um, and it's apparently a big thing there. There's a whole community of, I don't know what you, like, of cemetery folk. People who uh, believe in the arcane magic of that area in particular, who still go there to perform rituals. Yeah, uh, and this guy was fringe with them. Fly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry, we keep seeing names to say, oh, look! Mm -hmm. It was just like a child on a road trip. Look, a cow! Um, you know what? You don't have to bring my personal history into this. Um, let's see. Any, any other good ones? Mm, I feel like that's all the good Père Lachaise lore that I know. But if you ever get a chance, go, that, like we were saying, in, in 2014, we found this guy who gave us this incredible tour um, just by looking at Vampire Museum of Paris. <laughs> and I, he, you get the feeling that he also was a little cautious. He didn't want to just be like, you know, going out to a cemetery with random weirdos. So he would probably like for you to come see his museum and get to know him a little bit the way that we did. Um, but it was really affordable 
and super dope and I recommend it to everyone. Support small businesses. Right. <laughs> and freelance freelance um, educators. Yeah. Thank you for, oh, yeah, for France stories. Um, my favorite thing about the catacombs is that there's all these Latin inscriptions in the walls. Yeah, they, it, it's so, and somebody, well, multiple somebodies at some point, um, got to just play around with all these human remains as they arrange them. Like, somebody sorted them for them first. They're like, all right, le femur is over here. <laughs> Didn't they, like, make, like, sculptures? Yeah, they're all arranged. They're, like, stacked in ways to make patterns, to make crosses. Um, you know, they'll have, like, bones in ascending order of size everywhere. Like, they have, like, little pyramids. Like, But they're all in the walls, you know, and skulls inlaid everywhere. But yeah, little Latin um, inscriptions always about death, you know. So like you do. It's pretty much the most goth place on earth. <laughs> Someday. Someday. Someday yes. we'll all go over there. Here we've only seen one, here we've only seen one Memento Mori. It was great, but very brief. All too and with a not great backdrop for photos. No. It's like the back of some building behind it with a big white like van. <laughs> Cemeteries, please start planting privacy slash aesthetic trees around your cemetery. So like, it's just a nice sound barrier and also good for photos. Or like high walls even, you know, just something that um, maintains the somber atmosphere while you're yeah. there. Okay. Well, I guess that's... My name is Benjamin. Straight up Benjamin S. Franklin. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> There's also somebody's name over there that's Pickup. Yeah, Pickup. So... they were a chauffeur. Oh, oh my God. Also, they had one, to be. There's one for the Winchesters. Let's not. Connie's. Let's not. Smells like oh, yeah. small hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, there was a, there's a graveyard. Right, so that says Carney. That's not just me quoting. There's another one. Powers I know. Um, oh, yeah, another pentagram. But all, we haven't yet to see one without the Masonic symbol also. The like, yeah. standard like, the compass for tractor. Like the husband yeah, the husband. It's always the husband with the Mason thing. Oh. Well, women yeah. can't be Mason. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, so. There's another one. So, yeah, so like what What does it mean? We'll look it up. That one, uh, the, the inside of the pentagram was empty, whereas the second one that we found definitely had symbols. Filling yeah, in, filling in the piece, which hopefully we'll be able to like look at and decipher, because I think there were definitely some arcane symbols in there. So that would be cool to find out. Yeah, yeah. there's another one. Yeah, and there's another one. Oh, hey, there's one over here though that has a Masonic symbol over the husband, but over the wife is the Presbyterian cross with the big sash. Yeah. Wow. I think that's Presbyterian. Yeah, I think yeah. I think so. The plot thickens. I feel like everybody was Presbyterian in the 30s, right? <laughs> I mean, Who wasn't Presbyterian? I mean, down here with all the Scots, there are lots of Presbyterians. 
This has been this has been a lot of um, accents. Oh. <laughs> We've been doing a lot of accents. O E S around the. Uh, it's, so this one is actually a filled in upside down. It's just like an upside. It's just like star. an upside down star. Yeah. So like not pentagram and has yeah O E S over the top. I think we should just Google it. Sarah's Google. Here, don't look at my screen. It's porn. Let's look at Freemasons for Dummies and see what they say. I thought you were a Christian. Why are you at a Mason thing? Everyone knows that they use a pentagram. Inverted. Okay. This, I mean, so it is a, well, we, we, it is a Masonic symbol, obviously. Um, Order of the Eastern Star, OES. The pentagram has only occasionally appeared in the symbolism of American craft Freemasonry, the garden variety Masonic rituals you find at the lodge on the street, over the last 270 years or so. But it appears more prominently as the primary symbol of the Order of the Eastern Star, part of the Masonic family of related groups known as the Appendant Bodies. That separate organization was created in the 1850s by Kentucky Freemason Rob Morris and his wife as a group that allowed both men and women to mix in a lodge-like setting. Ah. Men who are Masons may join, as well as women who are married or otherwise related to Masons. Okay. There we go. Okay. Mystery solved, gang. Thanks, Google. Okay, Google. <laughs> so, now that we've solved that... Um, they would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for us pesky kids. And our smartphones. And our smartphones. Um, so, I think, hopefully, our, our next endeavor will be doing a kind of, like, retrospective review of all of the places that we've been. Um, and I'd like to have that out at the end of the month. Um, but we'll see. Uh, You've got a lot on your plate. I do have a lot on my plate. A lot on your plate. Yeah. So we much. all do. Um, I think that's been the main problem that we've been having over this last year is just we're so busy. Just, yeah. I mean, being unemployed is really hard. I mean, the existential dread does take up most of my time. Yeah. That's, that's fair. They're like, I gotta, like, I gotta, I, I can't keep canceling that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta let it, I like, just, yeah. you gotta steep in it. Yeah. yeah um, talk. <laughs> and I'm the three-year-old on a road trip. <laughs> so, at any rate, um, this was, this was lovely. It's a lovely cemetery. We're gonna talk about all of them. Oh, um, and... So, are we still workshopping our sign-off? Okay. <laughs> All right. Spooky Halloween, everybody. Stay stiff. Yeah. Stay stiff. Stay stiff. Mm -hmm. Stay stiff. Yeah. Oh, Start gosh. off with a bad pun, and we end with a bad pun. Did you ever think when a horse goes Maybe.